You're now listening to The Creator Code, the podcast dedicated to unlocking the secrets of your favorite online creators. Each week, we will deep dive into the tech, tips, and tricks to find out what truly makes them tick. Whether you're a new creator just starting out or an accomplished veteran, this show is made for you. And now, here's your host, Maddie Tingles. All right, welcome back to the Creator Code Podcast. I'm your host, Matty Tingles. This is the podcast where we unlock the secrets of your favorite creators. Uh, we did take a few weeks off, uh, so we are back, though. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I did uh, test positive for COVID, so I was out for like two weeks straight doing nothing. Um, but we are back with one of the most highly requested guests. Thank you so much uh, for being here. As a reminder, full video of these episodes are on YouTube, so check that out. Also, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, check that out. Today, episode 14, uh, we have a very special guest joining us. Like I said, definitely one of the uh, the highest requested uh, uh, guests on on the podcast. Uh, I am talking about, I'm talking about over 500 million views which is which is craziness uh i am talking about 1.9 million subscribers absolutely killing it and i'm excited that he's here of course i'm talking about jojo's asmr jojo what's going <laughs> G'day, on hey maddie what's going on mate thanks for having oh, me on <laughs> of course of course we had to make it happen like every every episode i think there's comments that are like oh let's get jojo on let's get jojo on yeah um, you're the goat bro thanks for having me <laughs> so we, we had to make it happen uh uh let's get right to it um how are you i'm doing great you know i'm i sorry to everyone watching if i look i sound a little tired i just woke up <laughs> our time zones were whack so we had to sync those up but yeah i'm doing good you know um I'm in a really harsh lockdown here in Sydney, Australia. Oh, so wow. Okay. We've been in lockdown for like maybe the past three months now. So. Wow. But it, yeah, other than so, that, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. So, 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 yeah, like you said, we're in a different time zones. So I am, I'm, I am in Oregon in the U.S. and you're in Sydney, you said? Yeah. Wow. So um, lockdown, what does the lockdown look like? Like how, how strict is it? Well, it's pretty strict. So um, essentially, you cannot travel like five kilometers outside of where you live unless you have like oh, wow. specific reasons, whether it's work related or you need to like get med- medical care or something or if yeah. it's like essential travel and stuff like that. Um, there's, like wow. a, there's like a curfew in certain areas of the state. So you can't like go out at certain times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy for sure. But like, wow. it's wild. Yeah. I mean, if I, I, like where I'm at, uh, I think we're getting there, though. I think we're about to head back to that. Yeah. <laughs> like like we've, things... we've been getting our population just vaccinated and all that stuff. So like hopefully yeah. in around mid-October, we should be able to open back up the state, yeah. which is exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we're, uh, where I'm at, uh, <laughs> everything is open. Uh, they just put a mask mandate back. Like we didn't even have to wear masks anywhere for months wow and then like surprise surprise numbers shot up <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um and so i think we're heading back there though i think we're gonna go back to lockdown soon because num- wow. numbers right now in oregon are higher than they were all of last year 
Wow, but aren't you guys, aren't a lot of you guys like vaccinated? Yeah, so Oregon, I think, is 11th or 12th out of 50 states for vaccinated. I think it's like almost 60% fully vaxxed. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we've like, I think our premier says like they're going to start opening back up the country once we hit like double vaccination at like 70 or 80%. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Wow. But um, you said you had COVID. How, yeah. like, are you okay? What's been going on? <laughs> I, I am good. You know, um, so I am, I'm, I'm vaxxed and, and, still got it but of course like the vaccine like doesn't say like you're not gonna get it it's basically just you know the symptoms are gonna be way less mild um so my symptoms i, I mean i was i was uh very tired for two weeks just out of it slept a lot um but really the worst the worst thing that i had was i did lose taste and smell which was really weird wow um and it that's came crazy. back in like 12 days 12 13 days other than that like a little congested but that's it like it was, wow. it was really, really yeah. mild. Yeah. Well, glad really that mild. you're okay. Have you got all yeah. the taste in your smell uh, back? I, I would think, I think it's about 85%. Okay. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good uh, to hear you're okay. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's scary. It's, it's like, like what people don't talk about too is like once you get it, like the fear of it getting going Worse bad is like yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? Like you're laying in bed and you're like, man. I hope this doesn't yeah. turn. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah, I get you. Whew, it's crazy. Um, okay, so let's let let let's get this out of the way up front. You are you are definitely one of the most requested guests for sure <laughs> on the podcast and for a collab. Uh, let's go channel, right. So let's give the people what they want. Are we going to make that happen soon or what? Hell yeah, we are, man. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm so down. Of course, like I I, I want to collaborate. Like I. I wish I could do more collaborations and it's always so tedious to structure for me just because of my time yeah. zone and then all for that sure. stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd love to, like, I, I'm definitely in the works of wanting to do like another, uh, like Avengers themed video where nice. I just get all the boys and we all <laughs> just like have a good time. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. that'd be great. I'd love to have you on for that. Or even if like other projects, that'd be so good. I'm so down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You guys heard it here. You guys heard it here. We're going to make it happen so you can stop DMing me about it. Yeah, every day. JoJo X Maddie <laughs> confirmed. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So you're on a, you're in Australia. You said, uh, were you born and raised there? Give me, mm -hmm. give me a little, give me a little backstory. Yeah. So I was born in Sydney, Australia, and I've grown up here my whole life. And, um, yeah, there's really not much to say. Like I'm half Japanese, okay. but I've never been to Japan, unfortunately. Cause wow. like my, my mom's like Japanese, but like, I don't think she wants to go back. I think she just loved, she just wanted to leave that place and go back, but I have so much family over there. So it would be really nice. Like yeah. when, uh, international travel opens back up, it'd be so nice to go over to Japan and stuff. For sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing really much to it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I mean, I th you're, you're definitely the first guest from Australia. <laughs> on the yeah, podcast but but like I, I i mean i'm i'm kind of the same way right like i i was i was born in seoul south korea and then adopted at like two months old and i've right. never been to korea <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so same kind of thing um awesome i mean what's like <laughs> what's australia like so just like from the u.s's perspective like australia the only thing spiders, we know is like kangaroos. spiders and yeah like we only know yeah, like the I crazy know. stuff so, like, what's a day like in Australia for you uh, so when, it, when you're not in lockdown? Yeah. 
Well, I'm from New South Wales or Sydney, so it's it's literally like, and it's very urbanized. You know, there's okay. I've never seen like these huge spiders or kangaroos or like. Okay. Not to say that okay. they don't exist, but like I live in a very urban place of Australia, but yeah. definitely in like other states and stuff, it can be quite rural and um, okay. it's very it's very safe. Like okay. uh, there's this misconception that like Australia, you're gonna get bitten by black right. spiders and you're gonna get <laughs> killed by rattlesnakes and yeah, what stuff. But we have platypus and like all these cool okay. indigenous native animals and stuff, but. Yeah. It's, it depends where you go. Like Melbourne is another very urban place. Like it looks like the U.S. It's like to some okay. extent. So okay, it's I mean, I, of, I figured, yeah. I figured like the bigger cities were like that. But seriously, that's like the thing that Americans think of Australia. Mm. Like they think that's everywhere. I know. <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Um, what's the other Australia thing? Oh, the water. The, it, does it really flush the other way? Is that a thing? Does it flush you know about the that? other way? Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, so I think, and I think this is actually true. I could, I'm gonna get roasted if it's not, but I'm pretty sure, like, (laughs) when you flush a toilet in the U.S., it goes away, and and in Australia, because of where you're at, it goes. It actually, it goes. I've never heard that, but I'll I'll look out for that next time. This is why I need someone in the room with me to fact check things. That's okay. (laughs) All right, listen. uh, Comment below if you know what I'm talking about. I could have just made that up. Who knows? Um. Okay, so give me give me some background uh, uh, with with ASMR. What got you into it? What made you to start? What made you start creating it? Uh, give me some background there. All right. Well, like anyone else, when I, I needed to go to sleep one day when I was in high school, I just looked up on YouTube, you know, video for sleep, mm-hmm. and I think the first ASMR video I came across was Maria's, like Gentle Whisperings. Nice. And it was just one of her OG videos, and I'm like. This is so weird, but it is like strangely relaxing and helping me go to sleep. So at the time, I was like doing a different YouTube channel where I was doing more like commentary based stuff. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'll put this at the back of my head because like I feel like I have quite the temperament to do ASMR just because of my personality innately. So I'm like, this is interesting. It's really weird. I'll just put this at the back of my head and let's see what happens. And then. Like two years later, I'm like, let's just make an ASMR video and see what happens. And nice. so I just gave it a shot. And I guess here we are all these, all these years later. It was really funny because like when I first started my ASMR channel, it was in the transition from doing like commentary stuff and yeah. like satirical stuff and like sort of like almost like Leafy is here-esque videos okay, to like okay. ASMR. And so <laughs> yeah. you can imagine that's quite a strange trend right. tra- transition. And so yeah. like at first I was just getting clowned and memed on by like right. my viewers and just like all of my like other commentator peers. And sure. like fair enough, it was really, really cringe. But yeah, I guess I like mean, but yeah. and, but even back at that time though, right? Like ASMR was relatively new. It was it's yeah, it was very wasn't... stigmatized for sure. Exactly, exactly. So Okay. Okay. Um, man, I mean, I can't tell you how many people say that Maria is their first video. By the way, yeah, she's the <laughs> like, goat. Yeah, she's like, the OG. Like, yeah, it's uh, she's pretty much everyone's first. Um, okay, I love that. I love that. Okay, so and so you went from the satirical video stuff 
uh, in the ASMR. And then once you started ASMR, did you completely stop the satirical stuff or did you do both? Uh, well, how was that I, I sort of did both for like maybe a few months, but then I just like gave it up once like the ASMR stuff was doing well. And also I was nice. very like burnt out and worn out from the commentary stuff because um, I personally feel like I've matured quite a lot, you know, through my YouTube career because yeah, I've done YouTube for since I was like a 12 year old kid and I did wow. like Minecraft, like, like every 13 year old, I did like a Minecraft channel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and that was a lot of fun. And that got to like 20,000 subscribers at its peak. And then that slowly died off. And then I tried the commentary stuff when I was an edgy teen, yeah. like when I was 16 or stuff. And that got to like 60,000 subscribers. And then that eventually died off. And then I'm like, let's try ASMR. And I guess here we are. Like, yeah. it's been pretty good. But like the... I got quite burnt out from the satirical, like drama based, like commentary stuff because it was just like really taxing. Like it's sort of this toxic environment where you're just like hitting up or hitting down on other people. And right. It's just, it was just like looking back at those videos. It's just like, I can't believe like some of those videos were me because I'm so <laughs> yeah. different now. Sure. But yeah. like everyone has, you know, their, their phase, their edgy phase, yeah. I guess. Absolutely. And um, so it was very like emotionally and mentally draining doing those commentary videos. And so I was like, it's so nice to be in a positive community. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. stick to this. And hmm. here we are. Do, do you think uh, um, do you think people came came with you from from the from the first channel to ASMR? Like, did you have people? No, nah, I like doubt it, to be honest, because like really? I didn't promote it or talk about it at all because I was actually uh, quite yeah. embarrassed about my ASMR channel. In yeah. fact, I didn't even tell my girlfriend I had an ASMR channel until like a year later. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's been there at least once. Right. Like, especially when you're first starting out, like. Yeah, you know, it, it's if anything, it's just hard to explain. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, especially like, like when you have like a Japanese mom and she's just like right. trying to explain ASMR to her. Like, my parents are really supportive, so I'm super grateful for them. But it was definitely like that phase of like trying to explain to them, and then like them understanding it and yeah, being like, okay, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I like my my mom gets it. Um, I don't think she like gets it, gets it, but she knows that I do YouTube. Like I make videos, right? And then my sure. grandma, my grandma is ninety seven. Wow. And I'm not gonna try to explain ASMR or YouTube to her. <laughs> and so I literally just tell her I work for Google because <laughs> Google owns, they own YouTube. So I'm like, yeah, things are going good at Google because she knows that word. <laughs> you yes, know what I mean? Like very good. So funny. It's so That's funny. so funny. Oh man. Okay. Well, I, look, I, I I think you've had a, a a really crazy crazy journey, um, and obviously things things have gone really well for you. Does it does it feel real to you that like almost two million people are subscribed to you? Like, how do you compartmentalize that? How do you how do you deal with that? Well, I actually there's always this notion when you're starting on youtube like oh my god life's going to be so different when i hit a million subscribers i'm going to be famous i'm going to be recognized right. i'm going to be like notorious and then once you get to a million subscribers at least from my point of view right yeah so nothing has changed like i'm the exact same as before and the a big reason that contributes to this is because 
less than like 2%, if not 1% of my audience live in Australia. So I hardly mm. ever get recognized. Yeah. Um, it does happen like quite rarely, but yeah. I have not experienced that sort of um, Got it. Hmm. notoriety from my YouTube channel. And the crazy thing is like when my channel had maybe like less than 100,000 subscribers, I was in New York City and I was at LA and- wow. The craziest story I had like getting noticed was I was like going to a popcorn stand and I just like ordered some popcorn from this person and then they were just like, wait, are you Jojo's Ace Mom? Like I wasn't even right. that big at the time. So it'd be yeah. really interesting to see what it would be like when <laughs> would be international yeah. travel goes back to go back there. And I'd love to For like sure. not only interact with like I guess I don't like I hate the word fans, but like interact with yeah, my audience yeah. and like viewers, but also yeah. most of all like meet some of my peers and meet you and meet like all the yeah. boys and meet, and meet like Gina and all that stuff because like yeah. you guys are all amazing and it would be a dream come true. Like I saw that you you did one of those like um panels and that looked yeah. so fun. Like that I would was kill really to, fun. Like, go there and <laughs> yeah. just like see you guys and it's just so nice that everyone's just like you have PJ and Gina and yeah like. Maddie and you have like all these all the boys there and it's just yeah. like I'd love yeah. to be there but I'm just like here I'm in Australia but yeah to I mean, answer yeah, your question yeah I, I, I don't really get like it's I don't really have to compartmentalize anything because I rarely get noticed although it does rarely happen and when it does it's quite sure. surreal for sure for sure yeah that's interesting so okay so a couple things one I mean, the best way and the most fun way to, to to like meet up with everyone for sure is like conventions and stuff, right? So like the panel I did was at VidCon where there's already a structure, right? Where everyone can just go to a thing and meet up, you know what I mean? And that was really fun. Obviously with COVID, like who knows when big conventions will be back if ever, right? Um, uh, And yeah, that would – so where where's your demographic at? Like where is it U.S.? Yeah, it's like 50% is just from the US alone and then like wow. maybe 10 or so percent from the UK and then it's just like a All mishmash over. of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I would have thought, well, I mean, do you like do you talk about on your channel being from Australia? Um, Not so much. A lot of my – see, the funny thing is, is from a very young age, whenever I started YouTube, I've always – whenever I do like YouTube videos – my accent just for some reason, and I can't explain why, and my audience has always pointed this out for years. Mm -hmm. It's just for some reason just turns American. Oh, wow. Right? And I don't <laughs> know if that was like a subconscious thing when I was a kid growing up and I'd be like, I need to speak in an American accent right. for like my audience to grow an audience. Like, because when I was a kid growing up, it was very hard for a kid to like be famous on YouTube because especially in like the Minecraft community because you just get roasted for being a pipsqueak and you wouldn't have sure. like a low enough voice. And like all these people I were watching had an American accent. So I guess maybe oh, when I was a kid, yeah. I just like subliminally was like, I yeah. need to make my voice lower and start speaking in an American accent, which is so funny. <laughs> right. But like, um, yeah, I, my audience for the longest time, like thought I was from the US until I came out and be like, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm actually from Australia. Right. And even yeah. still to this day, people think I'm from the U.S. or like the U.K. or something. Like, yeah. It's pretty funny. I, I mean, up up until I think honestly, up until we started talking about doing this podcast, I definitely I didn't know you were from Australia. Yeah, I definitely thought you were from the U.K. or here. Yeah, that's what <laughs> a lot of people say. Interesting. OK. OK. Um. All right. So so this is just I want to talk about this because I think it's incredible. 
from from watching your your channel. I want to talk to you about magic magic stuff, right? Sure. So, oh man, I and this is so funny that we're talking about this because I've been in like a a deep dive on YouTube of watching magicians and stuff lately. I don't know why. Cool stuff. Um, so I've watched a lot of your I've watched a lot of the card trick videos over the years. They're super impressive, and and, and honestly, you. even more impressive that like the stuff works without someone in the room. You know what I mean? Like it works from for the person watching, which is a, yeah. a different thing, right? Yeah. Um so talk to me about that. Like do you have a do you have a magic background? How'd you get into that? Like <laughs> what, like where did that come from? I guess I don't know. It's like when I was a a kid in like primary school, like you always have phases, you know, when you're in school, like we're into we're into like tech decks and then right, we're into like right. um jelly bean like like i don't know like there's always like yeah. a phase or something yeah. and i guess what happened like when i was in school there was just like a card magic sort of phase and all of us would bring cards to school and we would like learn card tricks and nice. all of us we'd all get our de like deck of cards confiscated from the teacher and stuff so oh, yeah it's like pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> you know and so like i don't know i just like was really interested in it as a kid there's always something which i've found very like I've always loved magic. I'm a very visual person. And so I just learned it as a side hobby. And then nice. when I was doing ASMR, it's so nice because the thing I love about ASMR is it's just an umbrella term. As long as you're like quiet or whispering or have Absolutely. some sort of relaxation factor, you can do literally the world's your oyster. Whereas Absolutely. when I was doing like Minecraft or like the commentary stuff, you're actually quite limited sure. like to an extent. And so... I was just thinking, like, how can I sort of stand out at the time? Because I wanted to find some way to be, like, unique. And yeah. so I thought, let's just give these, like, card tricks a shot. And I, like, distinctly remember that that was sort of, like, a catapult point for my YouTube channel. Even though it's, like, not nearly something I do as much nowadays on my YouTube right. channel. Because, you know, it's all, it's gotten big enough without it. Yeah. But, like, I remember that, like, maybe one of my first... It had to be like my top, like my second or third viral video, which really helped me kickstart my YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, was like the card magic stuff. So yeah, I just do it as a side hobby. It's just a like a cool little icebreaker I do for strangers okay. if I ever meet them. It's never been Got something it. that I do professionally, although like I have been interested and I have like learned some pretty advanced card magic here and there, even though I'm by no means a professional by any stretch sure, of the yeah. imagination. It's just something I do for fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Interesting. I, I've always wondered that because like, um, they, it, seriously, the, the videos are are really impressive. And and also like card shuffling, hand movement, like it's very asmr -y. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. You know what I mean? Um, I remember watching your stuff, like this is probably – man years ago but i remember when you were doing like <laughs> you do like a, a card trick video and then it was like all right and we're doing a giveaway of like three decks of cards mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like uh by the way if you ever get back into that you should you should do like a merch of your own deck of cards like oh my god uh, that's such a JoJo, good idea a i'm gonna give you deck. a commission <laughs> <laughs> that's such a, a good JoJo idea deck would be kind of cool though that'd, that'd be, be skits cool. yeah that'd be skits mate. Cool. um Anyway, uh, who you have some? You have a uh, give me give me like two or three favorite magicians for you. Okay, my two or three. I have to first of all, I have to say David Blaine. I mean, he's just the goat. You mm -hmm. know. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, like some of the stuff 
he's totally separated from some of like the TV or commercialized magicians like yeah. Yeah. Chris Angel and you know, some of those yeah. people, it's just so obvious they're paid actors and Definitely. stuff is like all pre-set up. But with David Blaine, like he is a true magician and like he's like I've seen like so some of the card tricks he does on like Jimmy Kimmel, no Jimmy yeah. Fallon, sorry. Like yeah, yeah. The, some of the card tricks he does on that show are actually like, extremely advanced and like some yeah. of like because I know how a lot of his tricks are done. Sure. Um and some of the ones like I would not have like he has like magnum canyon sized balls <laughs> to yeah. do some oh, of the yeah. tricks that he oh, does. Yeah. Because Look, I, I'm so glad you're talking about because literally for the last week I've just been watching David Blaine stuff like deep oh, dive. Yeah, he's insane. And I've I, like I've watched all his specials and stuff, but like But man. even like yeah, but, yeah, but even like sorry to interrupt you, but like even you're aside good. from the extremely like technically advanced card tricks he does the stunts that this guy does is yeah. like sets yeah. him on a s tier yeah. like above everyone else like and, what and he like yeah he was like underwater for like too, right? 20 like, minutes like that's the thing crazy. is like it's it's like he's he does extremely advanced stuff like you said but then he's he's also doing like endurance actual physical things you know what i mean like the yeah. whole thing the aquarium in the stomach thing is oh yeah, that's when he gets the, the yeah like, the fish like that and the, the the frogs yeah that's and like the the drinking a bunch of water and then the kerosene and blowing that's kerosene just out so so crazy you know what I'm saying stupid. like that's that's <laughs> not even magic that's just science just, and like yeah. training your body you know what I mean like absolutely yeah I love, so, love yeah, he's probably Blaine. he's definitely like top tier like yep no okay. one will ever like even touch him another really good guy um is an Israeli magician. His name is R.C. Wind. And okay. he's like David Blaine's sort of like one of his guys that like teach him all of these like crazy magic tricks. And of course, I love like Penn and Teller. You know, they're sure, so yeah. classic. And yep. um, nice. yeah, there's just so many good magicians. You, I can't. And Shin Lim, he's also insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. absolute, like it's like watching, I don't know. It's watching Shin Lim do like sleight of hand is just like, it's like yeah. smooth like butter how he moves with his hands. It's right. crazy. Cause like I some of the stuff he does is so hard and he makes it look so easy. That's like the yeah. best sort of magic. So yeah. I mean, and and the weird thing is, again, I've just it's so weird we're talking about this because I've just been so into it lately. Like I actually think David Blaine is a little bit like would be a really good ASM artist. Yeah, I, I could see <laughs> like, that. I could see his so voice see that. is like his voice. And how he projects and talks is so much of the trick too. Like he, like his Absolutely. voice is like monotone and like kind of puts you in a trance before he does does anything. Yeah, he you know has I mean? that sort of death stare. Yeah, he could yeah, definitely, he definitely do well for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, look, that's uh, if you guys are listening, definitely check out uh, uh, JoJo's magic uh, uh, card trick uh, video. I need to They're... dust off my decks of cards and get back to the yeah. lab. Gotta yeah. get cooking. Yeah. Gotta get some new tricks it's... up. <laughs> man and and it's just practice right like magic stuff it's just practice i'm assuming right yeah like anything for sure yeah 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 hmm okay i like it um all right moving on let's talk about piano i i actually did not know you played piano until i was starting to research for this um uh talk to me about that like how, how'd you get into that and do you still play all all of that well, um, so I have an Asian mom, so that probably explains why <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I get it, why yeah. I play piano. But yeah. all jokes aside, like 
I hated playing piano growing up until I was maybe like 10, 11, and 12. Because after you pass like a certain age, your parents have to be like, look, like, yeah, testy pub. Woo, sheesh. <laughs> like, my mom, she's like, okay, look, at this point, it's up to you. And I guess I sort of had that guilt factor where I'm like, I have to play for my mom and stuff. But then eventually, right. the older I got, I started to fall in love with it more and more. And my original plan was before doing ASMR was to be like uh, a pianist, whether that yeah. was in the music industry for like teaching or uh, playing at gigs or I don't know, like my dream was to obviously be a concert pianist, but like that right. is just so unrealistic because mm -hmm. when you have like an orchestra, they have like, I don't know how many violins and they will always right. only have one pianist and one, if yeah. ever. So like, and also like the classical music industry is uh, is a niche in itself. It's not nearly yeah. as popular as it used to be. So I started to consider all of these things and I was like, okay, is this like the best use of my time? And is this like the most lucrative, I guess, uh, pathway I can take? Right. And so I had to rationalize that stuff. And I, I, I guess I came to my own personal conclusion that it wasn't really. So I am studying full time, like, classical music nice. at my university nice and i guess i'm sort of doing that as i like anyone like a backup or sure. something to fall back on if my <clears throat> online entrepreneur stuff doesn't pan out or yeah. if one day it you know dies off and so it's always good to have that piece of paper that hey i have like my bachelor's degree i can teach i can like do stuff like that so absolutely and music also really helped with my like adhd because I'm very hyperactive. And so it was really good to just sort of like zone me out, like zone me in and yeah. put all of my, um, I guess you could say just like hyperactive energy into something that required a lot of focus like that. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's been great. Nice. For sure. But it's, nice, uh, it's nice. not nearly as much as like a top priority as it used to be when I was in like high school and I was practicing like hours and hours and hours a day. Right, right, right. You have a favorite song to play? I have a favorite song. I play a lot of classical music, so I guess my favorite composers would probably be like Beethoven, Chopin, like nice. Bach, Tchaikovsky, Rachmaninoff, nice. like all the goats. Like they're all yeah, G's. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Man, I mean, yeah, I I, I was honestly uh, uh, impressed, man. Like I I didn't know you did that, and I I think <laughs> I don't know where I saw it, it was on your Instagram or something. Play probably. piano, and I was like, whoa, what? like yeah she's cool man yeah <laughs> uh all right so you just said something by the way that was not on my list but i think would be interesting to talk about just for creators out there of, of any size if you're listening um do you have uh you have a, like a fear of your of of your online um career ending oh absolutely for sure i'm yeah. like an extremely like paranoid person I mean, mm. one of the things I would say I'm really, really proud about, about my channel, and I think what's been a very huge contributor to, uh, I guess, my success, if you will, would be how, like, st strict I am with my upload schedule and how consistent I am. Because yeah. I upload, and I think I've, like, uploaded every other day for maybe the past, like, three years without break. Wow. Like, so some people might see that as extremely obsessive and excessive, which it is. I don't recommend it, <laughs> but like for me, I'm like 
you know, like everyone else have that Stockholm syndrome where like, if I don't upload tomorrow, yeah. my channel's going to die yeah. and all this yeah. stuff. And it is very hard for me to take a break. Like yeah. I have like 20 videos in advance prepared and I'm still like, have the need to like, I need to film like videos today. Ooh, like, man. so like, I guess like that grind has like been a huge contributor, but at the same time, like at the cost of like your mental health or something like that. So sure. yeah, yeah. I definitely have like experienced what you're saying and but at the same time, like I also recognize that, you know, nothing good ever lasts forever and there will come a day when all of us are irrelevant. And so yeah, absolutely. And I try to sort of turn that fear in terms of I'm scared my channel's gonna die out too. I want this to last longer and longer. And so that sort of drives me to continue making videos. Yep. I'm sure there'll absolutely. be a day I'll just like burnt out and I need to take a year off or something, but I'm doing <laughs> fine for now. And at the same time, I'm in lockdown, so I have nothing else really to do right now aside from like exactly. trying to create new ideas and make more videos. Yeah. So, Wow. Well, look, I, I so I, I think any creator, especially if you find some any form of success, especially with what we hear about YouTube and the algorithm and how, you know, all that stuff, like I think everyone's experienced that like, oh man, if I don't upload or if I miss a, something, like, it's just, yeah. gonna, it's going to be over, right? And, but I think also, like, so I'm just looking at it. We actually both made our channels in 2015. Yeah, I remember the first video I saw. Wait, it, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, go on. Because I, I only uploaded my first video in 2016. Okay, okay, okay. So, and and that honestly might be me too. I can't remember. I'm just looking at when the channels were made, right? And mm -hmm. look. That's even if it's 16, right? That's five years coming on six years. That's yeah, that's longer than the average shelf life, like the average career of a YouTuber. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like we're I, yeah. we're already we're already there. Um and, and look, I think I think that that's that's uh I mean work ethic for sure. And then also just ASMR is a different, it's not a daily vlog, it's not a you know what I mean? Like like yeah, I think like, the I don't know how these people and I guess they can't like how people at all are able to sustain a daily vlog like routine. Cause oh, like it's, I've, yeah, it's I've crazy. pictured it and I'm like the amount of editing you'd have to do and yeah, how to make yeah. your ordinary life interesting or for people to watch and do that every day. Like yep, yep, I, that yep. was just mind blowing. But I think what to like add on what you were saying about how it's been like five, six years. I think one of the greatest things about ASMR, it's like no one blows up, if you if that makes sense, in the yeah. ASMR community. Like you don't have people that gain 20,000 subscribers a day or, right. you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers a month or, you know, like, but it's funny because if you look at the long term and the big picture, you know, a lot of these people, you know, we're just slowly chugging along. We're doing our thing. Yeah. We're getting on that grind and we're getting yep. a few thousand subscribers here and there every month, but it's consistent. Yep. Yep. And I think consistency sure. is like everything to YouTube because everyone can get one viral video that gets like 10 million views, right? Absolutely. That's possible. Yes. Everyone can get like a viral video to hit a million views and they'll yep. gain a thousands of subscribers, you know, that week. But yep. You'll notice that a lot of these people that do that, you check back on their channels of six months, exactly. a year, two years, they're just, where are they? They're gone. And so exactly, yep. yep. a huge part of it, in my opinion, is like consistency and like playing the long game on YouTube if you want to make it a long-term sustainable career. Um, yep. And so even though say my, like my channel or any other ASMR channel isn't gaining like millions of views and like tens of thousands of subscribers a day, it's the fact that we've been like slow and consistent and yeah that it's led to like long-term success and it accumulates over time like a snowball effect, I guess. Yep.
I, I completely, completely agree. Um, and also just for, for the viewers, like when people find someone they like or even a video they like, they go back to it for years. Yeah, that's so true. You know what I mean? And, and like people aren't watching a music video or a vlog every night for four years. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Absolutely, like, the the genre is just built for longevity if you if you do it right. Yeah, um, like ASMR is so lucky because it hasn't been just totally cracked down by like YouTube mm -hmm. community guidelines and stuff. Like it's so like we're very lucky because you see like other no communities question. like commentary communities or reaction channels or like people who have like political views. It's like. Mm -hmm. And you see like ASMR, it's like we have nice long watch time. We're all really positive. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. it's very lucky. That's one of the things I've been super grateful for. Like, because you see some people out there, they're just getting whacked by demonetization yes. or they, you know, they have like controversial opinions or stuff like that. Like very lucky yeah. for sure. I agree. I completely agree. Um, okay. Let's get into a little bit of like... Uh, um technical idea stuff uh just because I, I think it's i think people really love that from the feedback and, and they like hearing from their favorite creators like their their ideas and stuff like that so um talk to me specifically about video titles mm -hmm. okay. okay um i think going through your channel i think you have you have a really unique way of of using like keywords and being and 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 making the video something that people would want to click on even if they're okay. reading just the title right so um where where do your where does that come from where do the the video i uh titles specifically uh come from sure so well the time i talked to youtube i was asking them like what determines a video's like success to go viral and there were two real big things that they told me the first being click-through rate so like when they see your video, what percentage of people actually click on it? And then the second one is like watch time, obviously. So mm -hmm. for those people that click on it, how long are they actually watching the video? And so the truth of the matter is, like you said, like the title and thumbnail is like as important, if not more important, you know, like truth be told Absolutely. than the video itself. So, yep. Yep. so okay. much time usually goes into like thumbnails and titles as like, you, as I'm sure you would know. And yep. I guess when I'm making my titles, I'm always thinking about it in the point of view of the viewer in terms of like, if go. I saw this title come up, is this something I would want to click on? Yep. And so there are many different ways you can sort of create interest or intrigue from a viewer. So one of the things I like to do sometimes is like put a, just a generic vague statement. Yeah. So I'll be like, at this point of the video, this will happen. And it's like, right. okay, cool. Or another right. thing I like to do sometimes is like asking a question. <laughs> Mm. Or sometimes what I like to do is like, obviously there's like, everyone takes inspiration from each other and you'll yeah. see like titles that do really well. And so sometimes you'll just, you'll just like use a similar title as that. So it can Absolutely. be as simple as that. But um, yeah, yeah. I think like as a mix of like both the title and the thumbnail is really important. So I try to keep, I have sort of like a few different ideas with like when I'm doing thumbnails, sometimes I like to make it extremely just like cluttered and I like to put all different right. colors and stuff in it. But then right. there are other times I like to keep it extremely simple and have like little to no editing and just make it like a screenshot or something. Cause sure, I think it's yeah. always good to like keep your viewers on their toes. And so like, well, they uploaded a thumbnail like this, this day. And then like the next day yeah. it's like totally different. So I think like, 
being a like being quick on your feet and stuff like that's also really important but i also am a huge fan of like symmetry and mm. in terms of like the it's quite interesting and you look into like the psychology of what makes people like interested in certain things like they're interested in certain colors or like symmetry and like composition of an image and stuff like that sure. um i think these are all like tools you can use to try and make your thumbnails better and like another like problem I sometimes see with like titles or like thumbnails is um, sometimes like the idea of less is more. So you sometimes have people who have like these extremely just long wind, like bizarre titles or yeah, yeah. thumbnails that are just like look good when you're like zoomed up on a screen editing it. But you have to think about how does this thumbnail look when you're looking at it from a desktop or a phone? Or like or, that's going to yeah. be a 120 by exactly. 120 png right so 100%. it's important to like try when you're doing thumbnails to make it like how does this look from a far away when i'm looking at it from my like desktop yep. right so yeah Absolutely. but there's not that's not to say that there isn't like advantages of sometimes implementing like a lot of these weird titles or like yeah a cluttered thumbnail because like that's something different and sometimes your audience wants something different so sure sure yeah, I mean, so just to follow up on a couple, uh, a few things you said, right? Like, um, I was listening to an interview with Mr. Beast, um, <laughs> and he literally said what you just said. He was like, right now, title thumbnail is actually, like, equally or more important than the actual video, right? And then also, just, just to clear up so people, if, if people listening don't know, so we're, we're he's talking about click-through rate, and, and that is from what I've heard as well, like definitely one of the most important parts of, of this. So click through rate is essentially like, uh, it, it's like the number of clicks versus, uh, number of impressions divided by number of clicks, I, I believe. Right. So if yeah, thumb, something like that. the video seen a thousand times and a hundred people click on it, you'd have a 10% click through rate. Right. And so you, you obviously want to have that click through rate, um, as, as high as you can and and if you're new um if you're new to this uh, all of this stuff is in your analytics and and you can go you can deep dive into specific videos go into it's all there it's all there but um yeah i, I actually for this last like year or so i've really been focusing on click-through rate yeah um, it's so hard and no one's like, like cracked the, exactly the puzzle yeah. you know but but like we've talked about too like i think specifically with asmr we have the the duration though yeah <laughs> like the average duration like, you know yeah what I mean? like you always like for example like my channel i think like the whole asmr community right now is sort of seeing a like maybe this isn't the correct term but like a correction if you will like yeah asmr does really really well in like the later months of the year but yeah right now it's sort of more of a drier time and so like yeah Sometimes there's no more demoralizing feeling when like, say your videos are doing quite badly. And then like someone like everyone, everyone else is like just pumping like crazy for sure. But, for sure. Like it can be quite like mentally demoralizing, but I think right now, like everyone collectively as a community, like all of our views aren't really doing as well as a few months ago. And so in that yeah. way you can t sort of take solace and like, okay, like this is just normal thing like all trends come in and out of popularity and this yep. is just another one of those right now so like um yeah it's always important to know that like there are external factors at play sometimes and 
like any trend, it just comes in and out. So yep, absolutely, absolutely. And look, we we've done this long enough. <laughs> to, and, and look, like yeah, when, when views are down, of course you're like, man, what am I doing wrong every yeah, year? Yeah, right? it's it's it can be but really like, like toxic for sure. <laughs> absolutely, and then and then of course, like you know, it's impossible not to compare because you're going to look at other absolutely uh, uh, right. But like also, we've done this long enough too to know. Like we can almost predict this now. I, like I think we can almost predict when things are going to slow down and pick up. Almost like fourth quarter is normally going to go up, right? But then, like, because uh, and obviously, like, or not obviously, but like, you know, uh, uh, companies are pumping in a lot of money advertising for fourth quarter for YouTube, more mm-hmm. ads to show it, it, and then it snowballs, right? But then, but then, right? Then we're like fe- uh, 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 January, February, March, like. Every Ew. year, it's just going to go down. Like, we know that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I think you did say something really important that that's like, for the most part, and everyone's on a different scale, of course, because, like, I would say, um, even you, right? E- like, a good month for me would be way different than your good month. You know what okay. I'm saying? Just every- everyone's on a different scale. But like it's the same sort of ratio though. Exactly. For the most part, like everyone is in the same For sure. I get thing. you. Unless you're you like I mean? some this is like there's always gonna be outliers, of course, to the For equation. Sure. But yeah. No question. Yep. But anyway, like it, creators out there, like like really know that though. Like it's it's every time that I've gone, man, I'm doing something wrong. Or yeah, like, I, I so get you, dude. It's like, not, but it's never that though. Like, I, like it's always essentially we're all in the same ratio. I, at least I think. Yeah, I think it's um, just a matter of like seeing the long game, and like even if your videos get two views, or even if your videos do terribly, just keep going at right. it, keep being consistent, and just don't give up. Like, I've been trying this since like I've had like five YouTube channels at this point, and this is like yep. the like if you throw bear my language shit at the wall eventually it'll stick <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely so, like but that's but like that's like what i think is really cool about almost every creator that i've met is like and that's it's a personality thing i think like we're just built to keep throwing yeah you know what i mean like keep we're built that to keep throwing stuff <laughs> and, and, and like something's gonna happen you know what I mean? And, and that's not everybody. Like, that's not for everybody to do, right? Because Yeah, it's you know, very, like, it can be, it can be hard for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, moving on. Uh, I know that you've done, uh, I'm going to say this. Most notably, I think, the men of ASMR videos, right? Because those the, have all the done. Meta. The meta? The, the men of ASMR. Oh, the men of ASMR, right, yeah. They, and those have all done really well. Um. Where did that come from? What are your thoughts on on collaborating in, in, in that way? Um, talk to me. About I that. um, I don't know. One of my favorite ASMR YouTubers is um Michael or ASMR Zeitgeist, and he's just mm-hmm. like his content is just on a whole new Crazy. level. Like the amount of effort and time and money he puts into his videos, they're just yep. production. Like in terms of a production standpoint, and it's they're like documentaries. They're like short films. Absolutely, it's crazy. I agree. So. I was really inspired because he did a sort of video similar to that, but his was better than mine, man. He did like 30 different <laughs> content creators. It was crazy, but yeah. I um I saw it and I was like, it'd be a, so nice to sort of, because it's good to see, you know, men representation in a female, uh, like a predominantly female dominated yep. industry. And so I thought it would be really nice to just gather the boys 
yeah, let's go yeah. and let's just make Absolutely. some do an ASMR video in this sort of quick, snappy format. And I've been really meaning to do a sequel to that because there since then have been just so many other awesome yeah. ASMR content creators and also just tons that I wasn't able to include because it was already a nightmare because of all the time zone differences and oh, everyone's yeah, always bet. so busy. So I definitely <laughs> yeah. will be making a part two and you will for sure, hopefully if you would nice. love to be in it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm in, I'm, I'm in for sure. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's, dev that's on my notes here as well. Like uh, um, it's not hard to see that ASMR is predominantly a, a, a female genre right and that's mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that i i mean yeah of course of course uh, look i i personally think like females are just naturally more nurturing Absolutely. in their nature right so and it's people like, are, like I, drawn I more <laughs> in like a comforting sort of way to more feminine personalities i would find exactly and exactly. i'm quite a feminine person you know yeah, yeah yeah even though i'm a guy like i'm I've never been like, I, I just have a lot of feminine qualities. And so that's why I thought all those years ago, when I watched a gentle whispering video, I'm like, I'll put this in the right. back of my head. Cause I'm quite, I feel like I'd be okay at doing yeah. that. And that's not to yeah. say that people who are quite like have masculine personalities aren't good at ASMR, but it's just the sure. trend has just shown that if it's a female dominated industry, I mean, obviously it's more like feminine qualities going on. And so I just thought, why not, exactly. you know? Yeah, um, and I, it seems like every day though, I'm like I'm seeing a lot of male ASMRs pop up. Yeah, um, and it's not to say that there aren't any, and honestly, there's a lot of really successful ones. Absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I look. I think that there's there's something there of like it doesn't have to be all the time, but a men of ASMR video I think is really cool because it's it's a you know, just 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 giving giving those people some representation in a in a genre that um it's it's tough to <laughs> yeah to do for that. sure. So that's cool, Absolutely. man. Um, all right, I have maybe six more. Yeah, all good. I'm not going anywhere. For you, I'm in lockdown. Um, <laughs> all right, oh yeah, that's that's right. Uh, all right, what is your what is your favorite part about what you do? The favorite part of what I do would probably be just interacting with my audience and how wholesome of a community it is. Um, nice. I recently actually started Twitch streaming after like six years. And nice. like, I was always scared of doing Twitch streaming because I don't like the fact that what I say can't be taken back. And you have to be really careful yeah, with what you say. Absolutely. It's totally different from video. But I think the biggest advantage about streaming is like interacting with your audience because I've never done that really before. And so yeah. reading comments and, you know, being able to say hi to chat and all that stuff is so nice. So I would say like also just getting like random messages. And I think because from my point of view, I don't think I'm really doing anything. Like I'm just like a skinny Asian kid making videos in his basement. <laughs> but like right, when you have, yeah. you know, someone messaging you on Instagram and they tell you this like these like heartfelt stories yeah, of like best. where they're coming that's from the it's just like seriously i'm making that that impact and i'm like i'm not complaining like that's the yep. greatest thing ever like i'm so grateful for that you know and humbled yep. for it and so um oh it, it's the best man and, and like uh so for me for me my demographic is like because because of what i do on my channel is like 11 to 19 right it, it's yeah it's, it's younger and it's like 80 percent male Mm -hmm. Um, and I get, I get DMS all the time of like, Hey, like I hate my school. Everyone hates me at my school. I'm having a really tough time in school. 
but I come home and watch your videos and it helps me get through. That's, that's literally the best part of what we do. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, and I think Twitch, uh, Twitch is really fun or any, any form of live streaming is fun too, because what we do on YouTube is the perfect, we're editing this video. It's a perfect product. And then we go, well, hope you like it. Maybe there's some comments. Hope you like it. And Twitch is, or, or streaming is like automatic feedback. Yeah, you know I mean? it's very like, like it's, human interaction, like as yeah. close as it's going to get for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, favorite kind of video to create on your channel uh, so far? Favorite kind of video to create? I'm a huge fan of like the worst reviewed sort of series that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always, they're always a lot of work because I always have to like script out all those videos and have an idea what I'm going to say. Right. And like whether it's like getting costumes and stuff or editing those videos because they're like more of a comedic sort of yeah uh, quality to them. Those are always fun to make. I also love making, um, I recently like did a video where I collaborated with my subscribers. So I just got them to like yeah. email tons of like their clips and it was so nice to be able to like make a video with them. So I'll definitely do more right. of those in the future. And I also love like some of the reaction it's smart. Yeah. 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 I love like yeah. a reaction video. So I've started to like, I did this like thing where I like react to different like TikToks. I think like you started that, right? Like, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, that, the, I did let's uh, go. reacting to the, to, to that, just the ASMR hashtag on, on TikTok. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it was great to like, it's great to like just watch other people's stuff and do something different. Absolutely. And- yeah. And I mean, again, that's just, uh, and like we make it sound simple, but this is what we're really doing, right? Is we're, we're very in tune with what's working on the internet. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, I'm reaction... always like, ever since exactly. I was a kid, I'm always studying. Like, there you go, seeing right? what other and people that's... are doing, and just like, and that's yeah. big. That's a, like a big, big, big unsaid part of what we do is like you really have to keep up with what's going on and keep up with what's working, right? And clearly, it's really easy to see that reaction videos are are huge. <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. And then what's really cool about ASMR, what we talked about earlier, is that like you can take anything that's working somewhere else and make it into something in ASMR. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, okay. I want to talk about upload schedule really quick, which we covered a a little bit, but like, I mean, you said what, three years you've done that. Yeah. Every, like every other day for the past, sometimes if a video did bad the day before I'll upload the day after as well. (laughs) Right, 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 right. It's pretty much, it's at the, it's at the least every other day. Sometimes daily, Ooh. but like, wait, I so how many videos are you at right now? Do you know? I think like nearly a thousand. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty cracked. Whew, man. Okay, so talk to me about that. Like, so you said you're a bunch of videos ahead, probably like 15 or something, right? Which is that's that's huge, but then you know, you got to keep that, got to keep that. Yeah, I always ahead, like right? to be at least two digits ahead. <laughs> nice. I love that. I love that. Um, so, so how like meticulous are you with scheduling and stuff? Like, are you, how, how many days of a week are you filming? So at the moment, at least right now, it's literally like every day, like one or two wow. videos every day. But because I've started Twitch streaming, sometimes I just don't film in the day and I'll sure. I've, like, I filmed two videos the day before or something. So, right, um, right. but in terms of like scheduling, I upload like, at least at my time, it's like 8am every other day. I don't change wow. it. Sometimes I might accidentally upload earlier, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wow. That's that's insane, man. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, cheers. Uh, that's, I'm, but look, it's working. 
So yeah, it's I like, guess so. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's clearly working. Uh, um, man, do you uh, do you struggle? I mean, I, I think you you talked about this earlier a little bit, but like, do you do you struggle with um, burnout ideas and stuff? Yeah, or burnout. Yeah. Well, in terms of like ideas, obviously you can't like reinvent yourself every video. That's just crazy. So I, right, yeah. And but I think a lot of my audience wants to you know watch me for me because like you can have like a thousand dollar setup like expensive cameras or lights but like mm-hmm. you're not that doesn't like determine success 100 percent. i feel like your audience want to see you for you like when yeah. i was trying to grow my channel like one of my favorite asm artists still to this day is rafi and i'm like yeah. rafi is literally just got a microphone and he's in his living room <laughs> and, but then yeah, like I- he's the most lovable <laughs> most awesome yeah. just bfg i've ever seen and Absolutely. you watch him for him because he has such a cool personality and he just makes it work. And so I wanted Rafi to. Rafi is a really good example. And he was, I think he was episode like. He was one of the early two, ones, I think. Two or three on the on the podcast. But he's a great example of, I tell people this all the time, like, you know, the 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 expensive cameras and mics and all of that is fine once you get to a certain i i would never suggest someone just starting out to spend all that money yeah like but like I, rafi is I, a yeah. great example of like he was on a webcam yes like so so was like, like i also was on a webcam on photo yeah, with a broken it, microphone stand there you to go. like there you go a couple thousand subscribers and then i use my iphone 5 to like 200k there you go. so like yep, it's just I, a testament I, that you don't need an expensive setup there at you all. go i i i used my yeah iphone yeah probably five or six so like yeah, 150, 200,000 subscribers. Yeah, it's crazy. Sure. Yeah. Um uh man, well look, I, the <laughs> the upload schedule is amazing, man. Like that's 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 crazy and and I hope at some point you can find a way to 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 take a break. Yeah, that'd be good. At some point, which I know is hard. I mean, I think that's came up every episode I've done. Is, is yeah, like how definitely hard when like done. international travel opens up, I'm going to America, going to play a bunch of Yu Gi Oh nice. and hang out with everyone and and yep. uh, just take a break. Because I think Gina go. is going on a break in like next year. She's going to go on yeah. like a two month yeah. break or something, which is like crazy. Yep. So. Yeah, and like I, man. And she, that's another person who's who's also been on a strict schedule for. Oh, uh, she's yeah, she's just S tier. So like, it's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it's, yeah. Uh, all right, three three left. Hit me. Um, let's let's talk about equipment really quick with your with your with your channel. What camera and mics are you currently using? I use a Lumix FC three hundred. I've used that for a few years. It's good. It gets the job done. I might upgrade at some point, but it's been fine. I love it. Um, yeah. I just use like a desk lamp. Like one, like a few like desk lights that I just got down the road from my local like retail store. I have nice. like two, um, what are these called? These like two, uh, they like dispersed light. They're called yeah. like, um, oh, I forget the name, but like, they're just like basic lights. I got on eBay for like 20 bucks. And then sure. like, this is just like a little green screen. I have a black screen and then yep. I just have yep. cupboards full of just like random shy tops. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Yep, yep. And that's basically uh, it. I've, I just got uh, a, like a, a new iMac. I should have got nice. a gaming PC, man, because I wanted to do like more like live streaming <laughs> and gaming. But right. like, eh, it's fine. Like, yep, I, I'm yep. so I'm a Mac guy. I'm sorry, everyone. Me too. So, me too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big, I, 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 and I admit it too. Like, I'm absolutely a, an Apple sheep. Like, anything yeah, me they too, put man. Out, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, um, but yeah, I, I mean. Like even what I'm on right now, I, I is a maxed out gaming PC I got last year. Sheesh. 
And it's weird, right? Like going between Windows and Mac is so it's so different and Windows is so bad in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, and like, cause so like I literally have this just to do this and to stream. Like I yeah, don't do I anything totally... creative on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, okay. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, uh, all right. All right. Two more. Here we go. Uh, if you could hear anyone on this podcast in the future, who would you like to hear? If I could hear anyone on this podcast, who would I want to hear? It would be great to hear. Hmm, that's such a good question. I would <laughs> want to hear. I guess in terms of like ASMR stuff, it'd be great to hear like Fred or Zeitgeist yeah. or Chris Mano. Like yeah. they're they're the goats. I'd love to hear them. Or like Good uh, has Good Night Moon been on? Uh no, no. We'll, we'll, I'm definitely gonna make that happen though. She's For she's sure. also great. Um, absolutely. All of them would be so nice. And maybe if it wasn't ASMR, <laughs> Mr. Beast, yeah. just do it. There we go. Let's hey, let's on. put that out. In, <laughs> let's put that out in the in the world, uh, Mr. Beast. If you somehow magically come across this, which you won't, uh, let's make it happen. Let's make it cool. happen. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. Last question. The most important question. The most controversial question. Um, I ask every guest this: uh, pineapple on pizza. No, stop. Is it, Get is out. it a I'm yes leaving. or no right, for you? <laughs> if you put pineapple on your pizza, you need to leave the solar system. Oh, I love Don't. it. Don't do it. I love it. I love it. Please. Oh, my Ever God. since a young boy, I have like, I adamantly dislike, I have to just stop being friends with people if they put pineapple. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It is what it is. I'm joking. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm yeah, joking. no. I, look, I'm a no too. It's a no for yeah, me too. It just doesn't work, man. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. even though I know no one asks, but I'm vegan, I've never put pineapple on pizza. It just yeah. does not work. Uh, it's a mental thing for me. I just can't get over, like, hot, fresh uh, fruit. Yeah, I agree. It's so, like, mushy and, like, ugh. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. You guys heard it. That's a no from JoJo on the pineapple uh, on pizza. We're keeping a tally. I think I think it's, like, man, I think it's, like, nine to five Yes. So yeah, far with the guests. There's, there's five people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, look, uh, where can they find you online? This well, is your time you can to find plug me away. on my uh, YouTube channel. It's called Jojo ASMR. Um, I just started Twitch streaming. So I don't know. I just do that whenever I want when I'm bored. I might do some today even, but like it's just for fun. It's at Jojo underscore ASMR, I think. And I need to work on my Instagram game, like Instagram game, because it's so weak. But you can follow me at JoJo ASMR and like double underscore. That's basically it. Nice. I don't have a Twitter, but yeah, love it, love it. Um, look, man, I, I really appreciate this. I, I think this was, I think this was really fun. I, and honestly, uh, I never talk about this with, but like this is the first time we've like talked, talked. Like we've, yeah, it's actually crazy. Stuff. This is the first time we, but talked. like it's good to really meet you. Right. Yeah, man. And and uh, we got we got some work to do. It sounds like. Yeah, we're getting in the lab. Going to cook something up, bro. Okay. Okay. I like it. <laughs> um, seriously though, thank thank you for being here. It, it was a blast. Uh, I really appreciate you, man. Thank and, you so much look, for having keep... me. It was a it's a pleasure being here, and I you're the goat. So thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe on YouTube. Leave a five star review, especially on Apple Podcasts. This has been the Creator Code Podcast. I am your host, Maddie Tingles. Be safe out there. Be kind to others and especially yourself. See you next time. Bye. Bye.